No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll count you down again. Okay. Two, one. Hello and welcome to the second episode of Fuzzy Lives Forever. A podcast by somebody who knows a lot about animals. And somebody who loves animals a lot. Welcome back. We are your co-hosts. I am Emma. And my name is Will, and I am a veterinarian. And I am not. <laughs> We are so excited to be recording our second episode. Um, It's been a long week, but a really fun week because we've gotten a lot of excellent feedback, mostly from my parents, our parents, our family, and our close friends. Um, So they may be a little biased, but it's been really, really fun to get that feedback. Yeah, it's been great. Even my mom, who is British and quite reserved, said it was actually quite informative which is a strong review <laughs> from a british said, person even a little entertaining even a little bit of music yeah and that's what we're kind of shooting <laughs> that's what for we were going for so we kind of got yeah, it we kind of got it um we'll see and we feel like we pulled the people and the people said more fuzzy so here we are back in our closet recording mm-hmm. episode two right and i told will earlier this week i said i feel like recording the second episode kind of feels like going on the second date because a first date, you have no expectations. You're like, we'll just go and see see how it goes. And then you like them uh-huh. and you kind of get invested a little bit. And then the second date, there's like so much more pressure. There is more. So I feel like second episode feels like a second date. Yeah. 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 The, you know, you, you feel a little bit invested. Yeah. You feel like you're you're in like with this yeah. person. Yeah. And you want to you wanna see where you wanna things go. You want to impress them. You do. Yeah. You want to impress them. Do you remember our second date? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Can we tell them about our second Yeah, date? okay. That's that's fine. Do you want me to tell them? Yeah, tell them. Um, well, basically, I I was trying to impress Emma, and so I, I decided I would surprise her. Yeah, I didn't know where we were going yeah. or what we were doing. No. And so I picked her up, and um, we went to the Arboretum. The uh, uh, Botanical Gardens. Oh, right. See, my memory is not the best. <laughs> It was like the same thing. It was, uh, yeah. So we endeavor. went to the Botanical Gardens, and, and, and I had planned this whole thing where I was going to do a picnic, and so I got some fancy cheese and crackers. Mm-hmm. and Fruit, strawberries. Fruit, strawberries. And I was going to take a bottle of wine, uh, but my, my mom and sister were there, and they said, hey, why don't you do something a little bit different? We know a great drink that you could take. And I thought, okay, you know, I should listen to these wise women in my life and and take their advice. And so they said, we've been really enjoying this iced tea lemonade Cocktail. cocktail. And so I said, okay, yeah, you're right. No, I should do something a little different. It was warmer. It was summertime. So I thought it'd be refreshing. So without ever trying this drink, I went and I bought this iced tea flavored vodka, which I think should be your first warning sign. (laughs) If if there's flavored vodka in your cocktail, (laughs) the expectation should be pretty low. So I got that vodka and then you get some lemonade and essentially you just blend them together. And I stuck it in a thermos because... And you didn't try it. You didn't taste it. No. No, I just, I just, you just thought, mixed I'm just going to it in the basket. You commit, you know, you just commit. And so I just threw it in the, I threw it in the basket. It was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> it was absolutely wretched. It was so It had gross. all of the bad qualities of, of the ingredients. It was artificial yeah. lemon flavor yeah. plus terrible vodka yeah. and the bitterness of tea. Yeah. All mixed together. And but, so. But you tried so hard. Like right. it was the gesture that counted and right. that's not 
the defining moment of the day. Like, it was a wonderful date. It was so sweet and so thoughtful. And But there's just a little bit of pressure on the second date, yeah, which is yeah. just the moral of the story. Yeah, sometimes you try too hard. <laughs> <laughs> With that in mind. Yeah, so we have, like, ten times as many notes here for our podcast today as we had last time. And maybe we'll try a little too hard. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe it's going to rock. Maybe it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? With all that said... Let's take a break and hear a word from our sponsor. That's right. This episode is brought to you by Cat Pants. Um, Cat Pants. Finally, pants for your cat. By the makers of Kitten Mittens, these feline trousers come in a variety of fabrics and styles, including denim jeans for cats on the town, fine wool slacks for cats with jobs, and soft cotton sweatpants for fat, lazy cats with big behinds. Whatever your cat's needs, cat pants have got you and your cat's butt covered. Now with tail holes. Find cat pants wherever cat pants are sold. <laughs> you changed it. Did I? <laughs> you got me on cat butts. <laughs> it's always funny. There was, Wait, did you say cat bottoms or I cat said behinds? cat behinds for yeah. fat behinds. You know, there was, there was some contention about whether I should say that. Right. We don't want to deceive anybody on Fuzzy Looks Forever. <laughs> and so we're planning on putting a poll up as to whether or not cat pants, the advertisement, is funny or not. Yes. We had a debate about whether cat pants was funny. So I think it is. Go ahead and take that poll. We'll put it up on our website. Fuzzylivesforever.com. Do we think cat pants is funny? I thought it was funny. Okay. It was funny. So I've run you over <laughs> at the very least. Okay. So what are we learning today, Dr. Well? We are going to talk about stressed out cats. Mm, cat episode. Cat episode. That's right. So there was some debate when we were starting Fuzzy Lives Forever if we should just talk about dogs mm -hmm. or just talk about cats or whatever it is. But we think all animals are pretty interesting and it'll probably be mostly about dogs or cats, but yeah. um, but, but we can't we can't just go dogs. You know, yeah. While there may be more dog lovers out there. We're equal opportunity. That's right. For any species, inclu really. Includers. But we'll start with the ones that are closest to home. Okay. And so cats, unlike dogs, are arguably more easily stressed out. Hmm. And the issue we see here is that cats start to have some pretty serious problems when they get stressed out. Um, one of the most common issues that I see in practice is people come in because their cats are peeing outside the litter box and they are upset by this, understandably. Like right outside the litter box or like anywhere in the house? So, sometimes a combination. You know, right, right outside the litter box or they'll go and they'll pee in the closet, they'll pee on people's stuff. Yeah. They will also sometimes have issues where there might be some blood in their urine or they'll be straining to pee. Hmm. And people very quickly assume that their cat has a urinary tract infection. That's right. very common. Say, oh, can we give antibiotics? Mm -hmm. But the interesting thing about cats that are peeing outside the litter box is that less than probably about 5% of the time do they actually have an infection. And really, this type of urination is usually a symptom of a cat that's really stressed out. That's crazy. Yeah. And so the interesting thing here is that cats have a condition called feline idiopathic cystitis. And essentially what that means is that cats have inflammation in their bladder 
for reasons we don't understand, but we do know that there's a little bit of a relationship with stress. And so the thing I find interesting here is that there is some kind of a connection in cats, as people have described in, in people, um, that whatever's going on in the mind, psychological issues can actually trigger physical responses. And so cats get inflammation in their bladder because they are stressed out. And we don't really know exactly why that happens. There is a field. In... But we don't know why that happens necessarily. Like people's stress responses in humans either, right? Like, no. I have that so strongly where when I get stressed, I physically manifest it in my body. Like my chest gets really, really tight and my, my sternum even cracks when I get stressed and yeah. my throat gets tight and I sweat, you know, like I think everybody has a physical response to stress. Right. Yeah. And it's different for people. Right. And but the bladder is a big one for cats. And for me, I pee outside the litter box. <laughs> When you get stressed, stressed out too, and it's, it's I actually hate that. I know it's really kind of annoying for everybody in the house. Yeah, there's actually a field in mostly studying humans. It's called psychoneuroimmunology, and it is surrounding this whole topic that there is some kind of a connection between psychology, the nervous system, and mm. the immune system, which people are kind of trying to pin down. But it is quite a complex relationship between thoughts and emotions that trigger the release of hormones um, like adrenaline and noradrenaline. And then the long-term stress hormone is called cortisol. In people, long-term stress can cause things like hair loss, weight gain. Mm -hmm. um, it can cause acne, and that is an inflammatory condition. And we, we find that in cats, they have their own unique issues. So they get this problem in their bladder. They tend to get, they're more susceptible to upper respiratory infections. They will throw up. They will have diarrhea. They might not want to eat. They'll groom themselves until they're bald. They might get aggressive, which is more of a behavioral result, but it's all coming down to this stress. Wow. I, I used to say lemurs were my spirit animal, but now I feel like cats are because <laughs> I, I feel like a cat. Like I'm always getting stressed and I'm always feeling it in my body, which is probably why yoga cats was invented, right? Yes. Yoga for cats. Cats need yoga and it's so hard to get them to do yoga, but I really think they should. Except for Shavasana. Try. They're great at yeah. lying around. Yes. They are masters at that Masters one. at actual, just relaxation. Actually, not they seem so chill. They're always lying around. Yeah. And so that's a, that's a really common like that's misconception. A, yeah, a misconception. People say, my cat's not stressed right. out. What does he have to be stressed out about? Because we think about stress in terms of human stress. You know, yeah. are you going to get that raise? Is right. your is your friend, are your friends mad at you? You know, yeah. did you, did you let somebody FOMO. down? You <laughs> Do you have FOMO? Those kinds of stressors that we relate to, cats don't quite relate to. So what does stress a cat out then? Right. Yeah. So a lot of things is the answer <laughs> to that. And it, Me too. Yeah, it, so it comes down to this reality that Cats, unlike dogs, aren't really quite as domesticated, and they're really closely related to their wild ancestors, African wild cat and the European wild cat. Hmm. And these animals in the wild do not live as we make our domestic cats live. Hmm. For one, wild cats really live by themselves. Unless they're mating or they're raising kittens, they live as solitary animals. Really? Yeah. And so one thing that we do is we tend to say, hey, let's get two cats, a dog. We'll have a toddler and we'll have Aunt Rosie over for dinner. Those are gonna... all things that I want. Yeah. <laughs> and cats just cannot handle it. They're okay. very sensitive. And so they get overstimulated. Introverts. By... Yeah. Another reason why cats are my spirit. Yeah. So they, they tend to get put in a situation that is amenable for human beings. But for cats, okay. it's like hell. Now, cats can get along well with humans, but we have to try and do certain things for them to keep their life 
as cat-like as possible. Okay, like what? So for one, cats should always have a place to go hide out. Things like cat trees, while maybe they make you seem like a crazy cat person. Can really... <laughs> we have a cat tree. <laughs> yes, we do. It took some negotiation, but finally I got a cat tree. Yeah, I didn't want one at I first. Mean... It's ugly. <laughs> uh, but they need places to hide out. They need places they can escape to. And especially if you've got, say, a puppy or something like that, yeah. cats need uh, their own territory. They need a safe space. They need a safe space. And yeah. then as far as the, the particular issue we've been talking about today, which is cats going outside their litter box, uh-huh. if you don't have the right setup for them, that in of itself can stress them out a lot. What do you mean setup? So you want to make sure that you have certain things set up for your cat in the house. It's not just, oh, we'll have a litter box. You put it in the laundry room and that's it. What we want to think about is some major parts of, of the equation here. Um, the first one is literally an equation. You really want one litter box per cat in your house plus another. So if you have one cat, you should have two litter boxes. If you have three cats, you should have... Oh, three litter boxes. No, four litter boxes. Wait, what? <laughs> I was spacing out. I was literally thinking about each person in the house should have their own bathroom and how nice that would be. Okay, tell me the equation again. This is the equation is one litter box per cat plus another litter box. Okay, okay. So three cats, four litter boxes. How many if you have five cats? Six litter boxes. And if you have five cats, you're also pushing the boundaries a little (laughs) bit of crazy cat person. But that's beside the point. So you should have one box per cat plus another, and then they should be big litter boxes, no covers, no fancy motors or anything like that. Cats do not No covers. No, and that's kind of... I've seen those fancy ones where they're like... Yeah. Here, like privacy cover for the cat. Oh, yeah, yeah. But... I've seen our cat Hobbs and he takes pleasure in going to the bathroom in front of yeah, me. He it's likes like, to look at you. When I go in there to do my laundry, he's like, oh, this would be a good time to go to the bathroom and stare right at me. Eye contact. Like, he loves that. <laughs> we want to make sure that cats have a big enough litter box. So usually it's about one and a half times the length of your cat, okay. which is usually bigger than most litter boxes are. Yeah. And then they should be in places in the house that are kind of medium traffic. So you can't just hide them out in a very corner of the basement where your cat might be afraid to go to, but you mm. also can't put them in a really high traffic area. So people probably don't do that. No. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> the thing. Is, no, it's true. I'll put this right in the middle of the living room. Yeah, no, people don't That'd do that. That'd be an odd person. Anyway, they, yeah. So you, you want to make sure it's kind of a medium traffic area. People like to put them by washing machines and dryers, but cats know washing machines and dryers eat cats and they can be scary. <laughs> our cats are okay with it. Yeah, but, we do that. But we want to try and make sure that they are in places that cats aren't afraid to get to and that they don't have to say dodge a a dog to get to but people probably know their cats well enough like they know if their cat's afraid of the washing machine they won't put it there right and we know our cats aren't afraid of the washing machine. they're okay with it and as far as the cover goes i think the key thing to think about is would you want to go to the bathroom in a porta potty no everybody knows how that smells and so imagine if you had to go into this really small dark hole to go to the bathroom plus for cats there's only one way in and out of those little poo igloos yeah and they get scared by those okay yeah those are that's a bad idea then yeah so that's that's kind of the the basics though you want to get a clumping unscented litter nice big litter boxes places they aren't afraid to go and if you do those things that can really help you and prevent your cat from having problems peeing i had a lady come in recently and her cat was just he she got him a motorized litter box and about a month later he comes in with blood in his urine and he's peeing outside the yeah, box. Yeah, that would he be is terrifying. protesting. I mean, can you imagine? Well, it's kind if of like... If you were on the toilet and no. the motor started running. Well, it's kind of like those self-flushing toilets where you're going yeah. to the bathroom and oh, they start horrifying. flushing while yeah. you and you're like, I'm not done yet. Oh my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so it's the same thing as a cat. If we're scared of that and we know that it's just the flusher, cats probably get horrified if the motor's going yeah. off and they're anywhere near it. So I had no idea we were going to have such a bathroom-heavy conversation today, but I've enjoyed it. I'm glad. I'm glad. Is there anything else you wanted to like cover or wrap up in terms of I just wanted to say, trust? too, if you have a cat that's having problems going to the bathroom, namely peeing, mm-hmm. if they ever are trying to pee and trying to pee and they're not able to pee at all... That is an emergency situation. Cats Mm. can get blocked, usually because of inflammation that causes these mucus plugs, but it can be because of stones that get trapped in the urethra. It's usually a male cat problem. But if your cat is ever trying to pee and not able to pee at all, go immediately to see a veterinarian because that that can be a life-threatening situation and cats do usually need to be hospitalized for that. Um, and and so if you do all the good litter box stuff, hopefully that will never happen, but just a, a little bit of a kind of a, a word of, of advice there. Is cool. Go see your vet if you can't. It's always can't a good all. idea to see your vet. We love vets. <laughs> we try. Are you ready for my segment? I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. There was a lot of good feedback last time for rapid fire. For rapid fire questions. So this week, I'm going to do something a little different. It's not rapid fire question, but it's a similar format in which I am asking you a question that you have to answer. Okay. Quickly. Okay. Preferably. Isn't that rapid fire question? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not like rapid fire quickly because they're kind of longer questions. Okay. This segment I'm calling... A cat did that. (laughs) So last night when I was working on my segment, I looked up some news stories about cats in the news. Okay. And I made some up. Okay. And so your goal Uh is to determine whether these are true or false cat stories. All right. I love it. I love it. I'm ready. If you get it wrong, I'm going to give you a meow. And if you get, no, if you get it right, I'm going to give you a meow. And if you get it wrong, I'm going to give you a hiss. Okay. okay. <laughs> because it's a cat themed game. Okay. I'm ready. Are you ready to play? A cat did that? I'm ready. Here we go. Okay. Question number one. Everyone loves a Manny Petty Spa Day. Even your cat. The newest, hottest feline fashion trend is owner cat matching manicures. I, I do not believe that. Really? This really? is a true story. No way. Yes, and to be clear, vets are against it. <laughs> because I was even reading, they're like, this stresses your animal yeah, out. Yeah, that's terrible. It. Okay. Oh, no, poor cats. Question number two. This week, you can't listen to the news without hearing about the national debate about gun control in the United States. One YouTuber went viral with his video comparing guns to cats and crazy cat ladies to the NRA. False. Really? This story is also true. Really? Yes. What, what happened? What's the story on that one? Um, it's kind of an interesting video. I'll post it. Okay. People can see for themselves. Okay. It's like well animated. Oh, it's an animation? It's an animated video. Right on. All right. Look forward to it. Question number three. Uh-huh. You've probably heard of cat cafes, quiet, cozy places to get coffee and snuggle with cats. But in Brooklyn, New York, you can now go from quiet cat cafes in the day to cat clubs at night. No, 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 no. There's no way you could have cats in the club. (laughs) Come on, I gotta get one right. It's not true. Meow. Yes. That one is fake. I made that one up, but it was based on an article about a cat night at a bar. 
Oh, you could bring your cat. I'm not quite sure. I'll post that link too. People are desperate to get their cats <laughs> to do things that people like to do. It's really frustrating. <laughs> Question number four. In Switzerland, a woman has become the first person to get a tattoo made from her cat's hair. Oh, what? How? Um, it's weird. I'm going to say that's true. Meow! Yes! This that's is true. How? She got a tattoo of her cat and the ink was infused with oh, her cat's hair. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that really true. strange. What number are we on? I think we're on five. Uh-huh. Five. A time traveler from the year 4000 claims that there are no pet cats in the future. Wait, how can that be true? If time travel's not true. I'm gonna say it's false because time travel's not real. <laughs> <laughs> no, that can't be false. This is a little bit of a misleading question. I think so. <laughs> you can't say that that's a true story. A man who claims to be a time traveler uh, from the year 4000. me on that. <laughs> As a picture of flying cars and robots from the future, and also claims that pet cats and dogs are only um, available in zoos, and there are no more birds. Oh. It seems like a bleak future. And Sad then, world. And all then the, he all also, the trees are holograms of trees. And then he also said that 2018 was a scary and hostile place, and I was like, but there's no cat in the year 4000. Right, right. That's worse. That's worse. Here's your last question. Okay. I'm not doing so good, am I, really? I have not been keeping track. <laughs> I think you got two. Number six. Okay. A new hit show in Japan features a lone wolf, Kyotaro, whose sidekick whose sidekick becomes a cat when he's hired to assassinate it, but can't because it's too cute. Wait, so he's, he's hired, hired to, to assassinate, assassinate his cat. own sidekick? No. It, it's it's this cat that he's hired to assassinate. And Who is he, the sidekick? he can't uh -huh. because it's too cute. So it becomes his sidekick. Oh, it becomes his sidekick. Yes. Sorry, that, that is, was worded That's got to be true. That makes that makes sense. Of course it's true. Yeah. Little, little more detail about that. <laughs> um, I want to see this. Uh, can I get a meow? Oh, meow. Thank you. <laughs> Word for meows. Tom and Ho is the cat's name. And the... The cat was a gang leader's cat, and the rival gang is a dog gang. Oh, so it's man. a classic cat classic versus dog, dog cat story. Dichotomy. Yes. <laughs> well, I I'm gonna say you won. I got three out of six. A cat? Can a cat do that? Yay! Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you very much. What did I win? Um, to be determined. My prizes oh, are never determined. Never. It makes it more exciting. Yeah. Okay, so our our last segment for today is Animals Online. Last week, if you remember, we introduced Maru the cat. Oh, love Maru. We love Maru. And in in that endeavor, we got to watch more Maru videos, which are always... Always amazing. Always... Inspiring. All of the above. You know, he just tries. He goes and goes. And if you remember, I promised an undetermined prize for anyone who, not anybody, but the winner of the person who posted a comment on Maru's picture on Instagram or Facebook. I've determined that the prize is going to be a jingle. Woo! We have written a jingle that we are going to insert your name into Ooh, this for the is winner. Very exciting. 
Are you exciting. ready? Prepare for fame. Are we going to sing it together? Are you going to sing it alone? I think we should sing it together. Okay. You have a, a better singing voice, so you sing a little bit louder. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Can you count us down? Uh, three, two, one. On Buzzy Lives, lives forever. forever, you commented on a cat. Now you are a winner. When, when we, we draw, draw your, your name, name from, from this, this hat. hat. That's pretty good. Buzzy loves you. <laughs> Betsy Martin! Betsy Martin's congratulations. That jingle was just for for you. you. That's right. (laughs) Thank you so much for For participating participating. online. Yes. Thank you very much for reaching out. We really appreciate it. Fuzzy loves you. That's right. Okay. You might now be excited for next week's Undetermined Prize. I hope so. So let me tell you how to enter the contest. And it won't always be a jingle, right? No, no, it's going to be different. It's going to be something different. And I so dream legitimately big. do not know what it it's will be. It's just going to get better and better from here. <laughs> so what you're going to do is to enter this week's contest, you will comment on um, Instagram or Facebook on our Animal of the Week. And this week's Animal of the Week is Esther the Wonder Pig. And let me just say, I got so excited about this animal of the week. Because you've always wanted a a pet pig. I've always wanted a pet pig. And this story is amazing. So there's this couple, Steve and Derek. Pretty sure they're Canadian because based on the videos we watched. Why why do you say that? Because they were like... Oh, you said a hoose. A hoose. We're in the hoose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Steve and Derek, a really sweet couple. Pretty sure they're Canadian. Um, I believe Steve was offered a micro pig teacup pig from a friend and he mm-hmm. was like yes, oh, yeah. because yes, they're like the cutest thing ever um brings it home derek is like Meh, kind of like will would be like i'm not so sure about <laughs> I'm not this so sure we need a pig <laughs> turns out here's the twist it's not a micro pig at all oh, no. it was a full-blown commercial pig which is now <laughs> 600 pounds <laughs> Three, how many years later? Three years, Three years later, later. It grew from this teeny, teeny, tiny little four-pound pig to a 600-pound, um, like, full-blown pig. Behemoth of a pig. Yeah. And, um, but they they fell head over heels in love with Esther, and it changed their life because they moved to a farm, and they created an animal sanctuary, and they've written, like, two books, and they have this, like, amazing Instagram account where they put, like, wigs and sunglasses on Esther, and it's just... And she it's lives delightful. In, she lives in the house and they... She lives in the house. She has her own air mattress bed. She's, she's living a queen. the dream. She's yeah. living the dream. And I don't think they're going to eat her. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't say. It doesn't seem like it. It does it not seem like, like it. It seems like they're probably not going to eat her. Yes. Eventually. All evidence would lead to that, to that they're not, not going the to. Case. Yeah. But yes. I, it's 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 a cool story. You know, they they quit their jobs, they changed their lives and they just yeah. said, "Hey, we're going to do something a little different." And, and it's it's fun. It's cool. It's and really they're, fun. They're trying to they're trying to do things to to treat animals better. And I think it's always always a good thing. So, yeah. it's a fun story and there's some fun photos. So, we're check gonna, out Esther the Wonder Pig. Yeah, I'm going to post to Instagram and Facebook and once again, anyone who comments on those Links and photos will be entered to win next week's Animal Online Undetermined Prize. Speaking of online, all that good stuff, um, make sure to follow us on Instagram and on Facebook because that's just how you get visible. Mm -hmm. But the most important thing this week is we finally got our podcast up on iTunes. I'm a big, big podcaster, and I know from listening to other podcasts that the best way to get 
followers is to get reviews on iTunes. So if you love us, if you love Fuzzy, please, please, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. We, we really appreciate it. Because we just want to share some love for animals and help people learn a little bit more about them. And yeah. I hope that's what we're doing. We'll I think see. so. <laughs> so this has been our second date together, everybody. I think, I think it went well. I think it went pretty well. <laughs> Maybe there's a little bit of iced tea vodka lemonade in there, but overall. We'll let you tell us. Let yeah. us know. All righty. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Thanks again. Fuzzy loves you. Bye.